0: It's a product that people don't talk about. It's really hard to talk about. Our product is sex toys.
1: Most chatbots are not focused on e-commerce and not focused on selling to customers at all. And that's what we're basically changing.
0: For us, it's saying, what are the types of things people want to know? What are the types of questions we need to put out there and the responses that we can give that make that journey quicker and easier? Welcome to a very special bonus episode of Add to Cart, which we call The Explainer. This episode is brought to you by one of our partners who make Add to Cart possible. We're going to dive deep into an e-commerce topic and unveil the secret tools that leading Australian retailers use to grow.
2: Hello, and welcome to a very special explainer episode of Add to Cart, a bonus episode brought to you by Rep. AI. As always, my name is Nathan Bush, director of eSuite and host of Ad Descartes. Now, chatbots are great in theory. Everyone loves a chatbot, right? But how many chatbots have you used where you would rather be shouting at a tree? Such is the lack of context or the interaction given. They can actually be really frustrating. Today's guest has reinvented the chatbot with context and customer at the core. Shirley Mizrahi is the CTO and the co-founder of Rep AI, the first AI-powered shop assistant for e-commerce websites to increase sales and enhance the customer experience. Fully integrated with product feeds and third-party apps, Rep.AI won't just answer your questions, but guide customers on a discovery process and even let them check out from within the chat. We're going to hear a lot more about that today. The Rep AI team has only just set up in Australia and surely has invited an Australian Rep AI client on to share how they use the tool to sell sexual wellness. They're always my favorite episodes. Just don't judge me. Fiona Scrimger is the general manager of marketing at Vush, a sexual wellness brand working to change the conversation around some of the most natural things in the world, pleasure, bodies and self-love. Seems like the kind of conversation just made for chatbots, right? Fiona shares with us some of the most common customer service issues that Vush experienced and all the ways that Rep.AI have been able to add value that she hasn't seen in other chat solutions. If you are keen to explore what Rep.AI can do to take your online chat to the next level, you can visit their site at Rep. Dot AI, that's hello rep.ai. We have all the contact details in the show notes, as well as a very special discount for first-time customers. Stay tuned till the end for that. So, thanks to our episode partners, Rep. AI, here's our conversation with Shirley Mizrahi from Rep AI and Fiona Scrimger from Vush. Shirley, welcome to Add Descartes.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having
2: me. Where are you joining us from?
1: I'm so I'm originally from Tel Aviv, Israel, but right now in, I'm in Melbourne, so very close to you guys.
2: Oh, I didn't realize you're in Melbourne. I thought we were doing yeah. this like, across the ocean. <laughs> no, no <laughs> I, I been, didn't been, realize
0: either. I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've
2: been in
1: I've been in Melbourne. Uh, oh, I've been in Australia for the last couple of weeks, and I'm staying here for another, you know, a couple of weeks. I've uh, been in, in Sydney most of the time, so cool. yeah, so oh, close okay. to you guys. Yeah.
0: Lovely, so you- and
2: welcome, Fiona, too.
0: Thank you, Nathan. It's exciting to be here and to be talking about, you know, the exciting back end of e-commerce and what we can do. So, yeah. Absolutely.
2: I can't wait to dive into the Wush story. I think it's fantastic and a lot of fun researching. But before we get into the bush story, surely tell us, Rep, how did Rep come to be and what is it?
1: Right, right. So, first of all, Rep is the first AI powered uh, sales associate for e commerce businesses. Uh, what we want to, to do is mimic the role of a sales assistant, shop assistant that's there in brick and mortar and bring it online uh, for e commerce. So, the idea is that this AI helps customers along their shopping journey, recommends them of products, uh, answers any product related questions, and the idea is to, check, to push them all the way from homepage to checkout.
2: So, what parts of that in-store customer experience, which inspired rep AI. what were the main parts that you really wanted to translate into that online experience?
1: So, you know, we love uh, e-commerce. My co-founder and I were early adopters of e-commerce ever since eBay was a small, small startup. We always used to buy online. And we used to love the idea of, of sitting at home and buying, buying products. But on the other hand, we loved going to shopping malls and getting the, that in-store experience, the help that you get with, a shop assistant that recommends your products and answers any questions you might have about products or any questions in general, and we thought that that experience is missing online. That's what we want to bring. So we tried to to mimic that the whole uh, experience that customers get and brick and mortar and just bring it online, but make it way smarter and highly scalable and exist and there twenty four seven to help customers buy.
2: And when we're talking about that physical customer experience and how good that can be. Is there a retailer that really inspires you in terms of how well they do physical customer experience that you would just love to translate into the online world?
1: I love the IKEA experience when you walk into uh, the stores and you just basically guide it throughout the entire store from a department to a department. You get people to help you out in every section and you're just following this, this trail this shopping journey all the way from the beginning, from the entrance, all the way to checkout. And this is something that we're trying to do, just guide customers from the homepage, showing them products, showing them products, helping them add the products to their cart. So we do that uh, automatically by the AI. The AI actually uh, navigates customers and also adds the product to their cart and also navigates them to checkout. So they don't have to do anything basically, but let the AI know what they want and the AI will facilitate that for them.
2: Ah, oh, that makes so much sense when you look at it, and you and you use Rep AI, and you go, "That's exactly what you're doing to a website is guiding people around instead of having to go. Oh, maybe you could use the menu, maybe you could use search, maybe you could use you know the the product pages. It's a great analogy. Uh, if only IKEA had trolleys where you could jump in, and they they had AI trolleys that could guide you to the parts of the shop that you needed to go to without having to go through the whole maze. When people hear the words AI, there is that, mm, what does that really mean? So w- from a rep perspective, what do you do differently?
1: All right. So most chatbots are not focused on e-commerce and not focused on selling to customers at all. And that's what we're basically changing. So most most chatbots are focused on customer support only. And a lot of them, again, are not, are not in e-commerce. And the idea is that what we want to do, again, is to mimic the role of a sales associate in brick and mortar and bring it to life and make it as smart as possible because we connect to your e-commerce catalog and pull all the information about your products, about your customers, and also monitor the behavior of customers on the website to try to understand when they're facing problems and when is the best time to approach them. And when we do approach them, we approach them with the right context to try to really help them out. During the conversation, they don't even have to, to mention the product. They can just say, is this any good? And we know exactly what, what they're referring to. Just like a shop assistant in a brick and mortar store would point on, a, on, a, you know, on, a, on a jeans, let's say, or shoes and say, hey, is this good for running? And the shop assistant will know exactly what you're referring to. It can answer the question immediately. So the same thing happens with our solution. Because we monitor what, what the customers are doing, we know what they're referring to, and every answer to every question is super contextualized.
2: And I can imagine that as you are doing that across retailers and building out the retailer database, you're getting such a better understanding on customer behavior online. Is that something that you then use that data and those insights to keep developing the product across all retailers?
1: Yeah. So RAI is is trained on hundreds of stores now, and we're talking about millions of monthly sessions, uh, more than millions of monthly sessions, multiple millions. And the idea is that the AI knows how to also specialize in different types of, uh, of websites. So the AI knows how to understand customers that are uh, in apparel uh, or in apparel websites versus customers that are in home furniture websites versus customers that are buy, uh, going to buy uh, sport equipment and anything, basically any category. So because we have uh, merchants from Different categories and, and dozens of merchants from each category. We know really, we know in a good way to really understand their customers and their pain points.
2: Can you give us some examples of the most common uses of rep where you do push customers along that journey using that automated intelligence?
1: Yeah. So as I mentioned, we uh, we try to figure out when is the best time to approach. So our AI monitors behavior activity of what customers are doing on the website, how they're scrolling, how they're moving between pages. And it knows how to, it knows how to predict or when customers are about to leave the website in the next 10 to 15 seconds. And when we get that signal, we approach them with the context of where they are in the funnel. So for example, if they're at the homepage, they will get a completely different conversation against if they are in the, in the product pages. For example, if they're at the homepage, they, I will approach them saying something like, hi, what brings you in today? How can I help? And try to ask them a couple of questions, try to figure out what they're looking for and try to navigate them to the right product for them. And if they're at, you know, let's say they looked, they checked out a, a certain product, the AI will jump in and say, hi, need any help with product X? Uh, maybe I can answer any questions you might have regarding that product. So the idea, again, is to either try to show them products or try, if they're already interested in a, in a certain product, to try to get them to relieve any stress that they have about that product and try to get them to add a product to their cart. And by the way, if they added a the product to their cart and they're still you know, showing those signals of not going to buy, not continuing down the funnel, we'll approach them again saying something like, hi, you need, you need any help? Are you looking for any other items? Or are you ready to check out now? So again, the idea is to, to move them along the funnel, to guide them along the funnel from homepage to checkout.
2: So almost like an AI personalized shopper. Exactly, exactly that. Now, on your website and in our chats, you've got some pretty incredible stats from the retailers that you're working with so far. The one that stood out for me is that you found that there's a 70% reduction in customer service tickets. How does rep play that role and, and where does that reduction usually come from?
1: Yeah, so our main focus and what we say our main focus is to help customers buy. So this is the first thing we want to do. So make sure we increase conversion rate, increase sales on the website, average order value as well. But along that, we also help with reduction of customer support tickets. So helping, uh, answer any questions customers have regarding, uh, products, so product related questions, but also general questions. You know, I think the top question is, of course, the Wismo question. Where's my order? So of course that, but any questions regarding shipping, returns, uh, helping with returns, facilitating the return and anything beyond that. So those are the main questions and that, just by doing that, that drives the, the reduction in customer support tickets by over
2: 70%. Brilliant. And now you have brought a retailer in, and I think I've re- we've already given away the game on, on, <laughs> on who we've got joining yeah. us. Um, why have you invited Fiona along to join us on our Descartes?
1: So first of all, we love working with Fiona and her team. And I think that uh, Johnny Bush is doing something really awesome. We love the story. And uh, we also love the challenges that the, the website uh, faced. So there's a lot of challenges Fiona is going to talk about in a second. And we're really happy to see that RAI was able to to face those challenges and really help customers along their shopping journey. But I'm sure Fiona would be happy to tell you more about that. So go ahead.
2: Fiona <laughs> Love to hear more about. It. But first, before we get into get into this, and you know, we'll we'll cross-check Shirley's facts here to see if it's working that way for you at Vush, and I'm sure it is. Um, can you share? You know, what do you and the team do?
0: Look, Vush is really exciting, brand. We are all about normalizing self-love. And, you know, our product is sex toys. It's a product that people don't talk about. It's really hard to talk about. And, you know, our mission is about shamelessly champion self-love. And we sort of come in from the angle of we help people who are normal people, who are beginners or they're novices. They're new to the self-love game. They have had basically no sex education at all. Pretty much anyone you talk to, they come out of school and go, why wasn't I taught? how to understand my own body, how to embrace my body, et cetera. And so we're all about making self-love and sex toys as part of that accessible. There's nothing intimidating, nothing erotic. We've got a really cheeky, sassy, playful attitude and tone of voice. And we're all about empowering people. So very inclusive and really try and tie education as part of that process as well.
2: How good. You are perfect, Fred Descartes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we're here to talk customer service. So I could imagine with the background of the customers that you're talking about and the product that you've got and the category Mm. you're in, you must get such a wide range of customer queries.
0: Yeah, we do. We get a lot of customer queries. Our customer service is sort of, you know, email focused in terms of customer service, and we do get a lot of tickets. The tickets tend to be along the lines of help me make a choice, or they're along the lines of your traditional customer service. So where's my order? Or I would like to make a return or my product's not working properly, or I can't understand how to use my product better. So along those different topics is where we tend to get the tickets coming through. But for us, you know, some of the big challenges is we're operating, we're an e-commerce brand primarily. You can find us in adult sex stores and we are sort of breaking into the beauty space with retailers as well. But um which is really exciting. Yeah. But the biggest challenge for us is getting new customers who are new to this category to actually open up and um we haven't really had a tool to do that. We get a lot of direct messages through social media Instagram, etc. That's where people feel comfortable doing that one-on-one exchange, and it's amazing what you'll learn in that process. But obviously, to have someone in the back end managing that on a ongoing basis, it's a huge community mm. management job. So for us, you know, we're a brand that people are all about self discovery, and they don't even know what the right questions are to ask. And I think by implementing uh, Rep AI, it's really helped. Just sort of, you know, broach people when it looks like they're exiting. We can put forward a couple of options to them. You know, some of the questions maybe how can we help you? And people have the choice to actually say, "Hey, I'm a beginner. Where do I start?" Or i I need some education. So we can sort of drive them down different angles to help them. Embrace that journey and stay on site for longer and then hopefully get onto a product page and feel comfortable enough to buy.
2: Amazing. And how did you come across Shirley and the Rep. AI team (laughs) to solve your problem?
0: Well, whilst I'm a a marketer and I'm a brand marketer, I am also um, a lover of e-commerce and I listened to lots of different podcasts and I actually stumbled across them on a podcast that I was listening to. It wasn't yours, I'm afraid. <laughs> there's other ones out um, there. There's other ones out oh. there. And I was just really intrigued because for us, customer service is a key part of the journey and to have a way to sort of enable conversion is what I'm always looking for. What can we do on site to help people sort of, you know, move forward with making that purchase? So that's why I reached out.
2: Yeah, fantastic. And I had a good play around with the guided shopping. I, I, You know, I would be hesitant to call it a chatbot. It is in function a chatbot, but Mm. it's not the chatbot that you would normally expect, I think, when people click on it because it's more of a guided shopping experience. Has it been hard to train up the intelligence in it to make sure that it's feeding back recommendations and the right journey for your customer?
0: I think the hardest thing is it's less about the tech from our perspective because that's what rep AI look after. So we don't get involved in the tech or what's called chips, which are the different pathways in terms of questions. For us, it's actually pulling back and actually saying, what are the types of things people want to know? What are the types of questions we need to put out there and the responses that we can give that make that journey quicker and easier? So, for example, um, we do ask, them, are you a beginner? And then if they are a beginner, we feed them through a quiz. So the quiz helps them understand, well, how can I actually work out what's right for me? And this question structured in the quiz can then say, hey, this is this particular uh, product or sex toy is a great starting point for you. And then it enables to then take them to the product page as such. It sort of pops up in the whole sort of questioning line. Or if people are coming to us and trying to find, you know, how do they get in touch in terms of tracking their order or whatever the case, it does actually help. It sort of prioritized going through to our customer service end because obviously they've got all the order details, but it captures everything to do with that person. So it actually makes it easier for customer service to respond back with some of the details. But, yeah, really at the end of the day, it does require a bit of training, but it's training in the logic and the thinking. And also when we're launching new products, which we're, Going to come up to in November, launching a couple of new products in a sort of a new category for us, we've got to sort of pull back again and go, okay, what are the typical sorts of questions that people want to ask but they don't know how to ask and how do we frame that in a handful of words? So it's really succinct and then we take them on that path so that they can embrace it. And, no, you know, a lot of the time will drive people, if it's education they need, to help sort of warm them up because people are coming yep. through based on different levels of knowledge and experience, we'll take them through to a couple of how-to blogs, for example, and then redirect them from the how-to blog to some products that would be relevant that link back into that blog. So, yeah, a few different ways of doing it, but yeah, it comes back to sort of you know putting your marketing hat on more than anything.
2: And have you had any instances where you've looked at the data from Rep AI and you've like, oh? I didn't see that query coming or that, that's a new one or that's a new insight that, you know, helps us either come up with new products or new content?
0: Look, yes, yes and no. I think that some of the queries we have in place, we've sort of been bang on with them, so to say, um, <laughs> with, <laughs> with, um a couple of others, it has actually enabled us to actually look at maybe we need to add another option on. So we won't actually change that whole query line, but we would look at doing another option or we would write a blog that would actually service some of the questions that come through to help sort of get people, you know, further down the funnel or feeling more comfortable for their next step to buying a product. So yeah, it it really depends across that. I mean, one of the constant questions we get asked, which is probably for every category is, can I get a discount? You know, it's all about price and how do I get a deal and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So that is a common one. And, you know, we do direct people back to our welcome offer and sign up to our email and, you know, we will give you so much off, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, it's it's yeah. something that you know over time you sort of learn a little bit better, and it's about how do we structure things better, or potentially take a step out as well.
2: Makes a lot of sense, and surely listening to that, you must be uh, pretty proud. I know if that's the right word, but when a retailer that you're serving says, "Actually, we don't actually have to do much," it's like all the intelligence is there, and you know it's all happening in the background. That, that's a pretty good feedback. My question to you is, obviously, we've got Vush, fantastic business, selling sex toys, taking customers on a journey across education and beyond. But then you've also got clients across all different categories. How do you create a product that has intelligence across all these different types of customer journeys?
1: So what we specialize in is actually tailoring a solution best to the customer needs. So what we do is we have a fantastic customer success team that, um, sits with the, with our customers, sits with our merchants and trying to understand what are the challenges they're facing and trying to really bring in that tone of voice, that branding, uh, make sure that the AI really speaks the, uh, the brand language and really can, can really communicate with the, with customers and can really understand the customers as well. And so I think that's that approach of having uh, a managed service where our you know, exceptional customer success team does the job for our merchants and really does it with them as a is a hybrid approach of AI and human that really gets it to the to the next level that really maximizes the the potential of uh, resolution.
2: Amazing! And any uh, unique challenges with the Vush integration <laughs> or, or setup that that you want to share?
1: Um, so I think that the, the team at least that's what the team told me that. It was, a, it was a lot of fun working on, on that. And, uh, the whole idea of the, the educational part and making people, uh, making customers feel less embarrassed about asking questions because they speak with an AI and those are some questions that they might have felt embarrassed, uh, you know, asking a, a person. So that brings in the, the human approach or the human touch without really, without having a human behind. So that sort of really worked out well with the Vush account. So really happy and really proud of that.
2: Fantastic. And, Fiona, how do you measure success on it? Is it uh, less customer tickets? Is it greater conversion? What's, where's the real impact made?
0: Look, for me, the motivation was conversion. Mm -hmm. That's why I approached, investigated and decided to put this in place. And it's definitely impacted conversion. We are early days, but there has been a lift, which is fantastic. And I guess what surprised me is actually like we probably approach around about 30 to 35% of website visitors with the tool, which is actually quite high. It's much higher than I expected. And then obviously, you know, as much as possible, you want to engage with them and try and get across the line with conversions. So it's definitely had an impact in terms of our conversions, which is great and certainly paid for itself in terms of the conversions that we're getting through, which is the win that I wanted. But it's also had that secondary benefit, which is helping to streamline customer service tickets. We obviously use a customer service e-commerce platform, and we get a lot of tickets coming through. And it's actually helped sort of get down to, well, what really is it that this person needs? And it's helped sort of jumpstart that or it's helped resolve any potential customer service tickets that come through. So there has been a drop in tickets, definitely. And what percentage? I can't really articulate at this point of time, but there has been definitely a drop in tickets. So that's been, to me, the secondary benefit.
2: Gotcha. And so from an integration perspective, you, you touched on that technology stack there. Shopify front end.
0: Yeah. Shopify plus
2: Shopify plus. And then into what's your customer service platform?
0: We use gorgeous, gorgeous as cool. our platform. Yeah. So yeah, it feeds through there. We do also try and encourage people to look at reviews. That's the other thing. So we use Yopo for reviews and reviews is really key for our category as well. So yes. where we can that also helps in terms of manage people feeling a little bit concerned as such.
2: Yeah. Yeah, That helps you
0: actually bring alive some of the tools you have on the website.
2: Yeah. And the stack that you've got there is a pretty common stack for e-commerce retailers.
0: Absolutely.
2: And surely so when you're developing the product, are you developing it with those partners in mind that it can easily, you know, integrate into the existing architectures?
1: Yeah so we love integrating with with our partners uh um, Gorgias Yato and many many more Klaviyo of course and with every integration that we connect to, with every partner we actually Enhance their solution and also ours. So what we do that is by enriching the data, the richer ourselves with the data that we get from those platforms and creating sort of a conversational interface for those platforms. So for example, if you want to mention the, the scenario of customers asking for a discount. So if customers ask for a discount, we say, sure, I can give you a 10% first visitor discount, but you'd have to subscribe to my newsletter. Then we collect their their details. We subscribe them to Klaviyo, for example, or with you know any of the uh, um, email platforms, and then we give them a discount straight away, and also help them find a product that if their card is empty. So we do all that, and by the way, that scenario alone generates between twenty-five to thirty-five percent conversion rate. Just that people asking for a discount, we give them, you know, we subscribe them, give them a discount, push them to checkout, all that in you know less than a minute. So we're really proud of that. But beyond that, um, if you want to mention the so for example, if customers are asking, is this product any good? We're, we're able to tell them, yeah, actually it's rated 4.7 stars by 350 customers. Would you like me to read you a review? And then we'll read in the top review, for example. Those are the scenarios of how we integrate with multiple partners and actually, again, provide them with a conversation interface. So making them alive with our AI.
2: So it's giving context from the full stack.
1: Mm. Yeah. Exactly,
2: And Fiona touched on the commercial model before and in the, the payoff, the ROI that, that she and the team are getting. Can you share the commercial model for retailers who may be considering this as an option?
1: Yeah. So uh, we base our, uh, our pricing on the volume of monthly visitors that uh, merchants have on their website. And the idea is that we want to help each and every customer that's on the website. Basically, 98% of customers that don't convert, we want to... That's why we approach to a lot of customers because we know when is the best time to approach it. We know which customers are not going to buy. So we try to time it really well and approach them. So therefore, the, uh, the pricing model is, uh, is packages based on, uh, on volume of uh, multi
2: visitors. Okay, okay, that makes sense. If we turn our attention back, to customer service as a topic. I'd love to get a feel from you both as we come up to Black Friday. We're going to air just before Black Friday. What do you think is going to be the most important part of the customer service jigsaw to get right over this peak trading period? Fiona, I might might start with you.
0: Look for us, Black Friday. It's about getting our offer out there sooner rather than later. Not waiting until Black Friday. We're going to go early this year. We want to get as many people onto our pre-release as possible and really manage that through EDMs and SMS. So if they go and visit our website, getting them onto a list quickly so that they will 100% convert is really crucial for us. I think probably the other element is for us to, uh, from a stock perspective, manage stock uh, better. So, for example, if we do oversell, which would be an amazing outcome for us to be in, that we can sort of manage it and actually recommend other products in that process. So at least we've got a tool that we can actually do that with on site so that we don't lose a sale completely. I think that's probably quite critical. And probably the other element is in terms of order tracking and, you know, I guess people can be impatient. They want their, their order, where's my order, where's my order type thing. And, you know, we're also leading into that Christmas gifting period as well. So you know to help her actually capture details through the wholesale period, and sort of we know that if they come in, they're probably a bargain hunter as well. And potentially we can capture a few other details to understand are they gifting the product or whatever the case and, you know, understand just managing our supply chain side of things, any customer service queries that come up in terms of when will I get my order, etc. knowing that they've come through the flow of Black Friday, whether a pre-release or... They're in the prime period as such. Understanding better what products they've looked at, remarketing to them after Black Friday. uh, We may have made some recommendations in sight. So, yeah, all of that, you know, it's a full thing.
2: And you've mentioned it a couple of times and it's just got me intrigued. (laughs) What's the bargain hunter sector like with sex toys? Are there many people like shopping their sex toys based on bargains?
0: I would say no, but they are looking for a discount. And I think that's pretty much all categories. Like it doesn't matter where you go, particularly around sale time. Mm. They're looking for it because the
2: mindset totally changes.
0: That's right. Our products are $100 plus in Australia. So we're not sitting in that $30 to $50 price point or even that $50 to $80 Mm. price point. So, you know, some of our products even extend into the $200 price point. So it is. A impulsive decision sometimes (laughs) Um, but then they may sort of go okay am I doing the right thing you know there can be a bit of doubt around buying into this category but in saying that we have got like almost 10,000 reviews on our website and Anyone that's experienced Bush product, they love it. Absolutely love it. It's changed their life, helped them understand themselves better as well. But, you know, the whole beginner novice element, there is a bit of trepidation, and it could be from their own mindset, could be their upbringing, could be their beliefs, um, a whole lot of mental elements mm. for many people to overcome. But at the same time, by embracing our self-love and sex toys as being part of that, they actually, it does help you mentally. Like we've got so much research on the mental benefits as well.
2: Yeah, you've got a whole, you must have a whole different cu- new customer acquisition strategy because you've got a whole bunch of psychology to work with as well.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, physical benefits, mental benefits, yep. energy le- level benefits. Yeah, so yep. many.
2: And surely going into this peak season, have you seen any feedback from retailers that you're working with around the world around different concerns when it comes to customer service? Because where we are today is very different to where we were 12 months ago, and the concerns are a little bit different. Or is it pretty much business as normal?
1: So I think there's a lot of uh, business as normal. Uh, I think merchants are still trying to maximize Q4 you know, as they used to do in every year. And I think Q4 is all about special offers, as we all know, and uh, trying to maximize that. And what we do, what we try to do is uh, try to align ourselves with the website's offers, try to speak the messaging in every holiday. So Black Friday versus uh, Christmas and try to really uh, bring in the brand language and the messaging into uh, the AI to also beyond obviously offering the, that special offer, that special discount, but also speaking, bringing the holiday uh, spirit. Into the AI, so we schedule that ahead, so make to make sure the AI, you know, speaks that that messaging right on the time, right on the date.
2: Great stuff, Fiona. This is your chance while Shirley's here. Any feature requests that you'd like to see in the product?
0: <laughs> um. Yes, of course, there's always something. Um, I have a few thoughts here. (laughs) It's like, don't tell them because we
2: want to get them in before our competitors do.
0: Help (laughs) us have a one-click checkout process.
2: (laughs) Everyone's chasing the one-click checkout. I know,
0: exactly. All their data or whatever. I don't know if there's a way. Anyway, it would be great that people don't have to go through a couple elements into the checkout process, so that would be amazing. And you know what, like last click attribution, I'd like that to carry through as well. Not only last click, I like to see what the attribution is from different points. So if we can capture that, if they've approached someone, it pulls through some data there, that would really help. Where did they come from? And, you know, have they been to our website before, et cetera, if that's all captured in that journey, that would be absolutely fantastic.
2: And I'm sure if Shirley solves those problems, then we're going to be invited to his private island. Right. At but
1: I love that. Actually, the attribution part is something that we are we are working on. So we are showing where customers, are, you know, where they came from, which also, which uh, you know, they came from social, which campaign. And now the idea is that we also want to see that on a on, you know, the history perspective. So you'll be able to see the the entire uh, user journey, multiple visits. So yeah, that's a great idea, yeah. and um, we'll put that in the, on a roadmap.
0: Fantastic.
2: Okay. <laughs> but what I love, what I do love about this is that I said it before, but it's not the normal chatbot experience. It does have product integrated and it's seen as a customer journey rather than a question, best guess, answer. It's taking customers on a journey. And if anyone wants to check it out, I can highly recommend going onto the Bush website, having a look at everything, yeah. but also having a play with the chatbot as well Um, it's a really great experience. And I think it's not until you actually use it that you see what chatbots actually could be,
0: Julie? Exactly.
2: I'm going to ask you first. What's next? What are you excited about next for Rep AI? Well,
1: so what we're building now, this is on our roadmap, is uh, integrations with various messaging platforms. So we want to step out of the the website, although the website is the, obviously the main generator of revenue, but also have our solution on Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, WhatsApp, and later on uh, on the metaverse. That's the future.
2: Hey, there you go, getting in with Zucks. Mm. <laughs> That's very exciting. But I love that concept, especially as we're hearing more and more retailers move to a headless model, being able to take this beyond the website and, and into any shopping experience, right?
1: Exactly.
2: Fiona, what about you? I'm sure you've got plans. You've hinted at a few there. What's coming up next for yourself and the team at Vush?
0: Oh, look, we've got lots of plans. We've got a couple of new products. Can't really say just yet, but we're launching them in November. Great gifting products, particularly for couples and for friends. So yeah, come and check us out.
2: Or just getting something for grandma and putting it under the Christmas tree.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Why not? I mean, there's no age limit here at all. So um, yeah, fantastic. We've got lots of plans. I can't really say. That's a hard thing. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely, everyone, come and check us out in November. Sign up to our pre-release Black Friday deals. We've got some new products we're launching in November as well, which is fantastic, great for gifting. And January, we've got a couple more exciting launches that sort of break free of some of the areas we've been in that people will love. How good. So, yeah.
2: Very exciting few months coming up for you. Thank you so much. For giving us insight to how, uh, you're using RepAI and your, your approach to customer service. It's been really, really great to hear from you. Surely if people have listened to this and they've like, I've got to investigate RepAI more, do what Fiona did a little while ago. What's the best way to go about it and get in touch? So
1: visit our website. It's hellorep.ai. And, uh, by the way, you'll get 25% off by listening to, uh, to this podcast. I uh, just use the coupon code add to cart 25 off. And uh, you know, no spaces, no dashes. And we offer a thirty-day free trial and fully managed service. So everyone, for every account, we accompany the account with a uh, customer success manager to really help you out. And our guarantee, you, so no risk whatsoever.
2: Wow, beautiful! Thank you for the code. I'm um, hoping a few retailers go in and check that out. Surely, Fiona, thank you so much for taking this deep dive with us. It's been fascinating. And hopefully, I get to speak to you again soon.
0: Thank you. Fantastic! Thank you. Been great chatting about bush, and thank you so much.
2: Now, if that chat has made you want to explore your online chat options, or replace your one-sided chat bot, or just stop shouting at trees, reach out to the team at Rep AI. Visit hellorep.ai or get in touch using the link in the show notes, and make sure you use the code yes a discount code add to cart 25 off all one word add to cart 25 off to get yep you guessed it 25 percent off any rep ai plan now i learned lots from that discussion both about customer service chat bots and um lots of other stuff here are my top three takeaways number one no more boring chat live chat does not have to be boring or frustrating or useless it's 2022 and we are right to think that a chatbot should be able to do a lot more than just find my parcel it should be able to give customers a contextual experience should aim to tell stories to provide guidance take people on an adventure if you settle for less you are impacting your brand and letting your customers down number two Contextualize across data platforms. Now, don't just plug a chatbot into one platform and expect it to tell the whole story. In order for a chatbot to provide real context, it needs to collect real data and behavior across all your platforms that you're using to serve customers, including the e commerce platform, content, reviews, customer service, products, and more. That's how you'll get the best result. Number three, psychology matters. I was Fascinated when Fiona started talking about the psychology about all the different types of Bush customers from beginners who rely on assurance and education to loyal customers who want new options and the latest tech understanding customer psychology is key but even more important than understanding the psychology is responding in a way that meets your customers where they're at it's not always an easy thing to do but maybe the robots can do it better than us To get the highlights of today's episode, head on over to addtocart.com.au and sign up for our free newsletter. Each Tuesday, we will send Monday's episode summary, links, and discount codes for you to go next level on. And if you're looking to explore your next e-commerce opportunity, come and visit us at eSuite. We're a dedicated e-commerce talent agency connecting the best e-commerce talent with the fastest growing brands in Australia. Head on over to esuitetalent.com.au where you can download the free e-commerce salary guide and sign up to our weekly e-commerce job emails. Thanks for listening. And until next time, keep those customers adding to cart.